Hello and welcome. Everybody keep your hands, eyes, ears, and feet to yourselves. This isn't the Freaky Hour. Speaking of Freaky Hour, we're going to welcome in our MC to turn up the night for us. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, David Bowie. Welcome to Murky Waters with Todd and Joanne, a special guest every week. This week we'll talk about depression. <laughs> Thank you very much, David Bowie. We, we appreciate your, your patronage and, and for what you've done for our country. You're welcome. <laughs> and coming back on such a special stage. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. All yeah, right, David Bowie, thank you. All right, he's out of here. Let's go ahead and invite in our, our guest. Yeah, our guest, special guest, making another appearance. Wow, I mean, it's like we recorded two in one day or something. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathaniel, welcome back. Uh, nice to be back, and maybe the same day. Yeah, I mean, and you haven't changed your clothes, nasty. I know, that's what I was going to say, dude. <laughs> that, ban- that bandana's got some funk I- on it. I'm trying Ooh. to be murky, like oh, the waters. Oh, All right. Oh, so I'm... not only are our waters murky, but so are our armpits. Oh, yeah. They yeah, s- baby, don't you like that? They smell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, does somebody call? <laughs> Is that no, tin? No, get uh, no, no. I'm th- get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> he tried to buy off the security somehow. Jesus. What you you, you it's because you keep mentioning him. You keep wanting him to come in here, and I, oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't want him in here. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. He, he's a misogynist. A misogynist? <laughs> yeah. Misogynist? No, no, no. He no, he does mis- he, no, he does misogyny. Oh, okay. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> misogyny. <laughs> yeah. Even, even though even though we started this off so funny. It is just crapped out. Yeah, it's just we're gonna, we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about uh, depression. Yes, that is that is that is one that we've been avoiding. I mean, for many reasons. It's a stale cracker in a room full of food. <laughs> that's a great. That, that is true. Example. I mean, I mean, that's pretty vague when we talk about depression because, I mean, <clears throat> people are going to be looking at different t- uh, podcast topics and be like, depression. Oh God, here we go again. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, but let's let's. I mean, the point of the murky waters is to get. Below that and into the, into, um, I am George Dekai taking over for him. Into the depths. This is Murky Waters. Oh my. Oh my. Hello. Oh my. We're all George Dekai. <laughs> oh my. Triple the fun. Oh my. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> we decided to be funny on the most on the know, most on the worst. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So murky waters. We got to navigate through depression. It. Yeah, that's, we, we, yes. that we we were passing through laughing hills. Now we're now we're submerging. We're going deep, deep. Okay, murder, mm. cold, alone, no money, <laughs> no women. Oh my god, we're just listing off all my all my problems right now because <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, as per my usual question, but mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and rephrase it this time so I sound a little bit smarter. Okay. When we think of depression, more than just the Charlie Brown, doo doo doo, doo doo, you know, we, we're talking about the screaming to yourself, um, 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 on the floor crying, um, uh, I'm, I'm losing all hope type of depression mm-hmm. that the kind that makes you sick type of depression you know 
let's hit it. What are we? What can we? What can? What? What can we grasp from these murky waters as we put our hands in and reach things in and out? As a kid, my first thoughts was Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore, because oh you know Eeyore be like, no matter what, he'd be like, <laughs> "Come on, guys!" Like he had a depressing voice. No matter what happened, he'd always be like, "You know, that's not gonna work." Like he had like the constant negative, negative look on life. Even in subtle ways, it's thrown out there. And you know, yeah, you know, yeah. he was he was, you know he was such a bossy guy too. Remember when he tried giving away uh, Piglet's house to Al? Or, oh, no, yeah. no, he tried giving away whose house was he trying to give away? Mm, I can't remember, remember he was like oh this is so and so's house and the piglet's like oh it's my house so <laughs> he was just gonna take it he's a squatter he, he was sure a squatter. is he sure is yeah no so yeah no i get you because that's kind of our first introduction when we think about someone's sack we're like why is this guy so sad but it's hilarious you know yeah it's yeah. hilarious and i think that's important because <laughs> when you're at that kind of mindset like eeyore is you, everything sucks yeah, I mean, I mean, the, every time you go outside, it's negative. I mean, hearing the birds sing, they're too loud. And looking at these beautiful colors, it hurts my eyes. You know, say hi to your neighbor. Why are they being nosy? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of mindset that we can get ourselves into. And I think laughing about it kind of makes us go, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's kind of our first. Inter- I mean, well, I don't know about anybody else, but I mean, that's just my take on my two cents on that sentence that you brought up, you know, just to keep the time going as we're talking. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely something that affects us more than just the mental state. Because when we think depression, again, dark clouds, mm-hmm. rainy, negative, negative, negative thoughts. Just constant things not working right. and no solution. Right. But let's talk about the point <clears throat> to the point where we get to where we don't feel anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Because those negative thoughts become, just start feeding into us to the point where we just don't even want to fight enough to where they actually are considered negative thoughts to where they're just regular regular thoughts at that point mm-hmm. you know so getting into this mentality what are what are some things that maybe we've seen or we've experienced ourselves when it comes to depression um i think in my, my mind i've had you know opportunities like either when it's work and you can't provide for your family whether it's um kids and you can't uh, um, either relate or you you have issues with them or they're going through something or it could be a physical ailment that uh, that you have um, I knew someone that uh, that t- basically took their life after uh, losing their leg you know like they just couldn't function uh, couldn't work couldn't do a lot of things that they used to do so um, I guess it's just a whole it's a whole mindset. If you let something attack you in that way, whether it's family, whether it's not something else, it could just rule your life. And, and then there's no coming back from it. You know, you get to a point where, like you say, you just give up and just every day is like the same day every day. It's like, what's, where's the hope? Where's the turnaround? Where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, because at that point <clears throat> it becomes a routine. Time is viewed differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, three o'clock comes up faster than you think when you're just sitting on a couch. Yeah. Not getting anything done, and when those days pile up, it becomes a burden on yourself, both, both physically and mentally. Because I mean, you're getting comfortable in that spot, and the more comfortable you get there, the more you start accepting it. The more you sometimes feel even worse about yourself because you get you let yourself get this low. You let yourself get to this point, and it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. That's all the things that are going on through our head mm-hmm. when we're when we're when we're there that that low when we're battling those type of demons. 
So how do we how do we combat them? Piggy, mm. Piggybacker. Uh, I feel like when it, when you're in that state of of lowness, uh, it's it's to the point where each day feels hard to get through each day. Like you've you've kind of lost the joy mm. in the day itself, in looking for optimistic things, things to be happy about. Uh, but with uh, depression too, it's something that so many people go through. But yet everyone experiences in a different way, which is why it's so tricky to talk about and why it's such a sensitive subject, I think. So many of us can either be in the uh, footsteps or know of somebody who suffers from some sort of depression. And one of the things we always think of is we never always want to say, oh, I, I know what you're going through. Because honestly, we don't know what that person's yeah. going through. Exactly. We can sympathize with them, but other than that, we can't really place ourselves in their footsteps until right. we really see their full picture right so it's, there's a difference between between saying um i understand what you're going through and i understand you know because what to say i understand what you're going through is to kind of min minimalize what they're going through at that point because what you're saying is <coughs> that well, first of all, it's selfish because you're putting yourself you're putting yourself in that equation. Yeah. When at that point that's not what they want to hear. That's you know, they wanna they wanna act out emotionally. They wanna some they <laughs> wanna be that down yeah. that down that point, you know. Because I think in a way, if you're told, like say for instance someone tells you and you, you or you explain your situation to somebody <clears throat> and then they come off and they tell you, Well, you know, your your problems are bad. But look at these people in this country or this country. They're far worse than you. Mm -hmm. Okay, we know that. Yeah, that's common you. sense. But that's not going to help my situation because I'm not coming to you talking about someone in another country. Yeah. You know, Those people have commercials about them. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Sarah McLaughlin and everything. Oh, no, she's with animals. <laughs> um, no, but, but, you, but, but basically, like, that's not what, like you said, you want to hear in the situation because what you want is some comfort to know that, hey, you know, this can get better with time. You know, let's not, you know, obviously you're, you're not being in a selfish mode by explaining yourself. Mm -hmm. you're, it's sort of like a cry for help or you're, you're trying to get someone to understand you or at least to relate or to give you some comfort. You don't need to be hearing about someone else's scenario or like, hey, you know what? I had the same thing happen to me in 58. No. It's, oh, you yeah, know. You see here. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just, you gotta, you gotta be, comforting to someone like that and, and, and caring enough to listen to them, you know, before helping them. Caring enough to let them go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we break our limbs, you know, we break our cartilage. Our mind breaks too sometimes. Yeah. You know, the brain, our mental state can only take so much. We can only get beaten up so much before we start reacting to it, you know? So... Being at that point, um, it's hard to even have some kind of positive outlook on anything, and I mean on on anything, because because yeah. you know I've been down, I've been down that road before to where, um, you know I let I let alcohol, I let alcohol be the one that um, that was kind of like my mentor, my outlet where I could pour my sorrows into, you know, mm -hmm. because 
because we don't want to hear I mean, as hard as it sounds, we don't always want to hear, you know, rely on God, rely on this, rely on that. Because, yeah, of course, you know, you know, you want to put your faith into something. But, I mean, at that, there's just a certain point where you just need to hear more than that. Sometimes you need, sometimes you need to hear that, <laughs> that it's okay to scream. It's okay to cry. It's mm. okay to be frustrated. Yeah. Some, you know, sometimes you want to hear, go ahead, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, it's kind of going to what we talked about the last episode about connectivity. That's where that kind of in, interlaces with this because we want to, you know, we want some kind of alleviation from that because we've talked about before how the suicide rates are going up. Yeah. Because, again, like depression becomes more than just a sadness. It's a numbness. It's something that. You just lose all will of all hope. Yeah, because all strength. I think there's a thing where, <clears throat> say for instance, I mean, what you're saying, like reassurance of with faith in God and things like that. Okay, that's fine. We know those are the basics. Yeah. But when you get into a situation where it's a girl that left you or a guy that left you, and you're like, you're, why would God do this to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're just in a situation to where you 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 feel hopeless because you're like, well, the, she was the one, he was the one. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna mm-hmm. find someone like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe you just need the other person to be like, hey, you know what? It's gonna be better. I know you can't see it now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, someone's going to come around. You just need to give it time. Something to where it can balance things out. Because if you are trying to throw standardized, like, whatever, something that comes out of a fortune cookie at them, it's not going to hit home. you gotta, you got to re- relay something positive to them. Hear them out first, mm-hmm. but then feel them out. And if you can give them something positive to hold their head on, to be like, hey, it's not the end of the world. I know it feels like it right now. And it's okay to be upset it's okay to be frustrated but you know you're you're this type of person and you're great at this and you're great at that and it's, it's gonna work itself out and you know and if you want to talk about it, let's talk about blah 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 mm. and it's all about approaching and that's where the care from the other episode came in you got to want to care about someone enough to do that mm-hmm. and then also you got to allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to open up to somebody like that right that's a good point that you brought out todd about highlighting uh positive things about somebody because uh, I feel like even uh, for say for example if somebody's depressed um, one of the ways you can encourage them is telling them things that you like about them yeah things that make them a good person uh, their morals and even though they're in this state of you know sadness or lowliness that we can't relate to uh, we never know what our positive reinforcements will do for them so I feel like it's always important to just try to be positive for that individual. Yeah, exactly. Like, say, for instance, like pottery is not like something that like everyone does. Mm-hmm. But say, for instance, this person's depressed, but they're they they can make a hell of a freaking vase or or you know like a pottery something, right? Mm-hmm. There's you could be like, hey man, if you need to talk to somebody, I'm sure people do that online. There's Facebook pages for pottery, Instagram, whatever, and Pinterest. You can find other ways to branch out with people that do the same thing that you're good at. And maybe that'll just distract them enough to be like, you know what? I could talk to other people and do the thing that I love at the same time that I'm good at. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the greatest of examples, but you know what I mean? Like, no, no, I get you. Yeah. You can always highlight that even though somebody might de- be depressed, how that person still has a good heart. Yeah. Which is always something that can be, you know, hard to find, especially nowadays. So that's always encouraging to highlight for somebody. Because what happens when we when we are depressed 
we lose sense of whatever has made us us, mm-hmm. and we focus on the only situation that is in front of us that's staring. It could, or it could be a combination of things, or what we hate about ourselves. Yes, highlighted. yes. So it could be the negative situation and what we hate about ourselves, and that's all we're thinking about. Right. So we're not thinking about, hey, this family member loves me, or this this these friends care about me, or I'm good at this. And I'm succeeding here. It's just negative, negative, negative. And we need something to bounce us out of that. Right. Or, or to or, get us to look around. Right. Because we, we enclose ourselves and we allow these bad vibes and negativity to be engulfed. And we just let it keep going in and out, in and out, just pumping through ourselves instead of having some kind of ventilation to be able to let it out. Mm-hmm. And that's when when we can't let it out. That's that that's a lot of times, too, what's, what sets it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean... For, for for me, sometimes it was like a, like I was in bed for a couple of days. I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do anything. You know, sometimes I wouldn't re- I wouldn't even reply to some messages. People would text me. I wouldn't text them back for a couple of days because mm-hmm. I just don't want to talk to anybody. You just you know, you just give up. And that's what I'm talking about when you when it gets to a point where it doesn't even hurt anymore. And I mean, when you when you get when you when you start when you start losing when you start wanting to be here. You know, it gets, I, I I know it's a scary thought and everything to be thinking about, but I mean, th- there's just, there's just only so much some people can, can take, you know, mm-hmm. and then years and years of being told it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it never does, at least in your mind, you know, it never does. And so it's, it's easy to think, you know, just take myself out. I mean, what's. You know, what's 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 who's it gonna hurt? Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, my family's gonna be hurt or whatever, but that'll be the end of their burden. They're gonna find out what I was doing here, what I was doing there, or they don't like this, or they don't like that. Anyways, you know, so before it gets to that point and stuff, you know, we, if anybody is feeling that way, always feel, always feel like you can reach out. I mean, even if there isn't anybody. You can reach out at least maybe put on some headphones, put on some music, put on something that's going to change your mind frame. It's going to spark, um, or I guess, heat up the heat up that cesspool that that you got that you got going on. You know, it's going to filter it out. And my, I don't know. I'm talking to my butt now because it doesn't really make any sense, because even when you do that, it's still. It's it still affects you, you know, and and the people around you as well. And there's sometimes, I mean, even at that point, it's, it's hard to even yell <coughs> help, you know, because you, you're letting yourself drown and you're fine with it. Yeah. I think what someone told me one time is, is you have the same saying, but it could be different for two people with the same kind of depression. Mm. Meaning, you know how they say the world doesn't stop for you mm-hmm. and it just keeps going no matter what happens? Which is true. So as a depressed person, the same person could be taking it one way as, in far, as far as, well, you know what? Maybe I'll take myself out. The world will still continue. Who cares? And then the other person with the same kind of depression could have a, the, the same stuff, but just think about it, that same saying differently as in as far as, well, the world keeps going. If I'm depressed or not, like I just got to get off my my butt and get going, mm-hmm. you know, and and so you can see how like you can take it to one extreme to the other, mm-hmm. just be like I'm out, 
or hey, you know what? No matter what's going on right now, I just got to keep plugging away. Got to right. keep going. To go along with that, we want to keep in mind that, I mean, as true as, I mean, that statement is true. The world keeps going because, I mean, people still have to go to work. People still have to eat. Sun still rises, still sets. Taxes still need to be paid and everything. Yep. So mm-hmm. just because the world keeps spinning without you doesn't mean that other people's worlds will keep spinning without you. Powerful. Yep. Because even though we may get to a point where we do feel we, we have no hope or, we, we, you know, we're hurting, we're crying at night because things just seem so bleak. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people that would feel those same emotions just from you being in pain. Yeah. So we have to keep in mind that 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 pain we're feeling is also an extension of the feeling that we call love. Well, I, and I got a quick story with that, real quick, if I could. Um, uh, one of my friends in in elementary, not elementary, middle school, got really tight with. You know, um, grew up in the same hall, whatever. And uh, yeah, he he when he was fourteen, uh, and this happened twenty six years ago, mm. uh, committed suicide. Wow. And, uh, you know, I saw him the day before he committed suicide. No, I didn't know a thing, you know, like like he, he waved at me driving by with his grandpa. Next thing I knew, he went to his grandpa's house, spent the night. Next day, shot himself in the head. But nobody knew he had, you know, step parents and regular parents. The stepfather was, uh, uh, was it sexually abusing him? The real father was physically abusing him. And he didn't tell anybody. Got depressed, thought it was the end, and that's it. Point being, 26 years later, I still know his cousins, still talk to a few of them online. The family still feels the effect 26 years later. Wow. Because either they didn't know the situation, they didn't in, explore what he was going through, didn't know, and then just the loss of a great kid all these years later. You know, what he could have been. Mm-hmm. The potential. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, depression is, is a disease we'll never probably get a cure for, at least... In this plane of existence, yeah. But as bleak as it sounds, we don't want to. We don't want to give up. Yeah. We don't want to let let it overtake us because in the end, that's what's going to win. Because I mean, we could. You could you could swim you could you could swim you could swim in the ocean, you know. But I mean, if you're caught in a current, it's going to take you. Yeah. You know. And, there, and there's two different kinds of depression in my mind. There's the clinical depression where no matter what you do, it's just a natural thing mm-hmm. where some days you wake up and you feel like crap. You have a, ke- you have mm-hmm. a chemical deficiency. Yeah. And, and then there's the other version where it's just life. Yeah. You know, and you let things affect you so much that it takes you into that stage. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, different. it's difficult. I think us here in the room have all experienced it at one point or another, whether prolonged or just a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And we have probably you can talk to anyone on the street. This is, they have stories on where that how far they went down the rabbit hole, how long it took them to get out of it, um, who helped them, you know, who was it, you know. Everyone's got their story when it comes to depression because we've all felt it. Mm-hmm. It's important to hear people's stories out too, because then you can be building yourself up as well as building that person too up in a way some people just want to tell their stories to help out other people they may still be going through their challenges and 
have those hardships, but they're about wanting to encourage others still, mm-hmm. despite their hardships. So, That's a good point. Yeah. All right, so is there any um, any closing thoughts on it? Well, I think we Anything hit a lot. Wanna, I think that kind of set the mood for the rest of the day. I know, and you're talking way <laughs> more calm oh, right sorry. It's because, you know. <laughs> more melatonin. Yeah, I got, you know, my... Yeah, I gotta get in that mood. <laughs> Joe, yeah. the the Frazier of the show. Yeah, I had my hands. I even had my hands doing the excellent sign. Like, <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Well, I mean, I think the last episode poem would have been perfect for this one. But let's go ahead and do another one that doesn't apply, but up. will make it apply. Yeah, you actually know this one kind of applies. Just don't hurt yourself stretching, though. Nah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That last one kind of, that last one was perfect. Yeah, that, I one, fit. that one worked, that one man. Fit. Yeah. <laughs> if, I mean, if we wanted to be jerks, could edit that out, made it sound like I was a genius. <laughs> somebody, you know, we won't. Because I'm not, and I don't, I don't claim to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My eyes are a reflection of the heaven. He- oh, sorry. My eyes are the. Ref- <laughs> See, oh, this is this is this. You guys are getting raw, raw audio. Mm-hmm. No lube. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my eyes are ref- are a reflection of the heaviness of my heart. Sleepless nights as I feel the demons trigger anxiety. Addicted to the thought of saying I'm fine and it being a reality. Because no one wants the love of a broken man or a liar. My smile has been a ruse from the start. Wow. Thank you, my good people. Mm. Thank you very much. Very good. Very poignant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> I, I I don't need this kind of I don't need this kind of uh, treatment, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Okay, cool. Well, that concludes another episode, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. Sorry for the lag, but uh, you know we're com- we're bringing to at you. All right. Now, what do you want from us? Yeah, exactly. What well, do you want? Huh? We don't have much of a budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got plenty I'm of hungry. topics to consider. I'm hungry here. <laughs> Is it getting to be that time or what? What? For, for food? Dinner? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and close off. All right. All right. All right. All right. Till next time. Till next time, people. Murky Waters. Murky Waters. Murky Waters. David Bowie. Sing us out. This has been Murky <laughs> Waters. I, I it wasn't the same uh, oh, yeah. audio. <laughs> <but still. laughs> I'm David Bowie. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.